On today's episode, Josh and I are back here to talk about Clay Thompson's return, uh, recording this on Monday the 10th. Uh, he returned last night against the Cavaliers. It's been way too many days, weeks, months, years. Clay's finally back, uh, as well as another possible return, in this case, a possible Kawhi Leonard. Uh, rumors from Bleacher Report and Shams uh, have come out that he may be returning uh, sometime in the next couple of months, a little bit earlier than possibly expected. We'll do a little college hoops corner and end it off with what Josh is telling me pre-recording, a very fun trivia. All that, we'll have some fun next. Welcome back to the Two Pointers Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Trevor. And welcome back, Clay Thompson, to the NBA. <laughs> Clay Thompson makes his return after some 18 months on the shelf, uh, battling ACL and Achilles and uncertainty moving forward. And he joins a Warriors team that really couldn't really get hotter at this point. Trevor, were you as excited as it seems like everybody was that Clay Thompson's back? I was uh, very excited going out of my way with all the craziness of the NFL week 18 schedule to make sure that that game was on in some form in my house. Um, were you more excited about that game or your Hornets beating the Bucks this weekend? I was definitely more excited about the Hornets beating the Bucks this weekend. I mean, come on, you knock off the defending NBA champions pretty soundly. Um, and now they got to play them again tonight. So part of the, one of the NBA's weird back-to-backs in the same location, but. Yeah, I actually am a topic for another day. I'm actually kind of a fan of those. They're very weird, but they're just kind of like, they just make sense uh, mm. when we first saw them on the schedule last like year. Like baseball, you play a series. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's, guys are already there and they travel back and forth. It's fun. Uh, Clay's return, though, my, just like first thoughts, I look, I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, it just feels right. Like, it just felt good. You go... Yeah, well, was right that it's against the Cavs. And kind of <laughs> that is even funnier. I really think that was on purpose. That's definitely on purpose. But the 18 shots thing, like he, he Clay after the game has his stat sheet in front of him. He's all, you know, appreciative, thankful. You know, he's saying hello to all the media. He's looking down at his stat sheet. He's like, man, it feels so good to see Steph, Draymond, Clay. I mean, he's like, feels good. He goes, 18 shots in 20 minutes. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Welcome back, Clay. We're really excited. How to many dribbles, guys? <laughs> probably less than that. Um, I wanted to look at this in a funny and in, in a funny and also like crazy kind of way. And I'll tell you why a couple of things that have happened. I don't know if you saw this, this graphic one, I'll look up all over the place. It might've been brought up in some uh, places that you might've looked, but uh, I'm going to read you a couple of things, not just in the hoops world, but in the world that have happened since clay played basketball last mm. I'm also going to give you a couple of players that played in these locations. It's wild. And then I'll ask you, I always, listeners know this by now. I have a question for Josh for every cool and fun segment. And this one, I feel like will not disappoint. Um, COVID-19 didn't exist last time Clay played a game of basketball. We did not know at all what it was. Uh, I'll move on. Uh, A new U.S. president was elected. So we went from one office to another in the time that Clay was previously in on a basketball floor. Uh, Russell Westbrook has played for not one, not two, but three different franchises. Uh, for those that might not remember, the Rockets, the Wizards, and the Lakers in those three stints since Clay was on the floor last. That is not, he technically was on the Thunder the last time Clay was playing. 
Uh, the Raiders and the Warriors both left Oakland <laughs> for other places, as loud as that sounds. The average gas price in San Francisco went from $3.70 a gallon to $4.65 a gallon. Uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, unfortunately, was uh, passed away in that time. He was still uh, living at the time that Clay was playing. On a more positive note, Drake had 16 different number one songs on the on the hit charts in the United uh, States. <laughs> this isn't a hip-hop uh, podcast, but Drake did have 16. Like, that's a lot of songs in two years or 800, 900 days, whatever it ended up being, 900 and something days. The McRib. The McRib returned to McDonald's not once but twice. Well, they bring it back every year for like a few months. I don't feel like that one's any shot. There was something about it hadn't consecutively returned since yeah, 2012. Taxes and the McRib coming back. That's right. But twice. twice. It starts to get a little stretch here towards the end. Uh, Andre Iguodala, a famous teammate of Clay's, played two full seasons with the Heat and then came back to the Warriors and played before Clay returned. Just just nuts in the world of just sports and the world in general since Clay last played basketball. So, all that being was said, was on <laughs> Golden State's roster when Clay got hurt? He and was. Then, yeah, and the he came back yeah. in that time. Yeah, twice. Two yeah. two different teams or two two different stints with a team. So, no no takeaways from that, I guess initially. But all that being said, my question for you is 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 honestly worth twenty minutes of, of the time of our time. Is Clay Thompson the most beloved athlete of all of sports? And if if he isn't, then who is? Is he the most beloved athlete? Like, oh, tell me right now. We all know a lot of NBA fans, you and I both do. Tell me how many of them have ever said they can't. Like, tell me right now someone who's ever you've ever met in your life that said, I don't like Clay Thompson, period. I can't. Mm-mm. That's where it should end, though, right? That's where it should be like, okay, if he's not, who is it? All the sports, like I'm right now, like right now, tell me in another sport, a guy that's like, that's the, no matter what happens, that's a 100% PR approval. I can't tell you, I can't give you one. I took 30 minutes trying to figure it out at least today, not including yesterday when it was happening. I was like, this is a good thing to, to be said. Silent because I'm just drawing a blank. I mean, like, yeah, everything Giannis does gets good press. That's a good one. Giannis yeah. is a good um, one. I guess, yeah, yeah, that's the. I would like throw Steph Curry, but like even Curry occasionally gets like criticism and press that Clay never. He has he has fans because he's so big and of other teams that he's beaten and things like like Clay never gets that because he's not Steph. He's not Steph's level, right? He's not Mm -hmm. this two time MVP. You know, he's not that level, right? He's. I'm not saying he's not that, Mm -hmm. but. He doesn't get the flack that Steph would or like yeah. a LeBron would or like a Giannis would. Giannis is a good one, though. Like, that's why I bring it up. I extend that to say, like, any other sports that I can forget or think of. It's like, I can't think of anybody in football. Like, if I had to give you one, maybe it would be Peyton Manning. And I am I was going to extend to, if you don't tell me one now, if you don't have one now, like, I, we can go all time. Like, Clay's yeah. got to be in that top five or top ten. He has to be. I can't think of any in any other sport, like baseball even. Like David Ortiz when, isn't up there. Like, uh, yeah, Ortiz, Poppy um, would for be. For Red Sox fans, he is. For Red Sox fans, he is. For sure. I mean, honestly, do Yankees fans hate like Ortiz like as a person? Or is oh, just dude, a that's the thing. I don't, I don't know. And I think that's why um, Clay has the advantage. I think Clay has the advantage across all of like all of fans. Yeah, of my thing going baseball, I mean, maybe Trout, but his name's not as big as Clay. 
Mike Trout doesn't get negative press. He only gets positive, but he doesn't get that much press. He should be as big, to be clear. (laughs) He might be one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and he's not. Oh, he is. He's probably top 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is nuts, right? It's like the rest of the team is good. Like, how is Clay? How is Clay's PR higher than Mike Trout? Like, I'm just—I know it's not an easy parallel, and he's not the guy. Yeah, it's tough. It's one of those things. Like, we could—you got to not be the guy. That's one of the big things. But Giannis is Giannis is a good one. That one's interesting because, yeah, I can't think of a time where. Even when people like go after Giannis for his slow free throw routine, which has got to be the only thing that he really gets attacked for. Twitter loved it. Like, <laughs> because Giannis makes fun of his own free throw routine, people just love him more for it. Because he makes fun of himself. Um, he knows that that's hilarious. I mean, the Suns hey, were him, really... I think he, like watching that Hornets Bucks games, I think he went like 10 for 11 from the free throw line. It clearly works. Oh. So. It's there's no there's no shadow of a doubt that I believe he got better in the offseason of free throw shooting. But the thing with like even Suns fans are joking, like in the arenas, they're counting him through the free throw routine. It was mm-hmm. nuts. It's hilarious. I just I again, this is the other reason I want to ask this question is because I think it needs to be extended to the to the fans, to the listeners. I we I want to know between now and next Monday or Wednesday, I guess technically, I want to know. I want to know an answer. I want an answer if Clay's not if Clay right now to me has the title. Give him the crown. He is the number one PR guy in all sports right now. No bad press. Always happy, go lucky. People love him. You know, the video, like you should have seen the photos on Twitter, like of him, like on the boats and stuff after he recovered from the second one. Like he's just having the time of his life. And he's, by the way, getting paid. His contract will be up into the 40, you know, 45, $48 million range by the time that Warriors contract ends. So he's just beloved inside and out. I just, any, it's, it looked last minute. Is there any other one before we move on? No, I've got nothing. No, here. I don't either. I wanted What's to it? disagree with you when you came up when you said that, and then I was like, "Oh, I can't come up." I, with I knew it was bold. I sat here earlier yeah. today and I said, "This is a bold statement," but then I went, "I don't think it actually is." <laughs> like I, I talked myself yeah. through it. I was like, "I it's really not. think the closest thing in the NBA is Giannis," but even then, I don't think he is. I tried. Close. I tried to go through the NFL, but there's just too many guys right now. If we're talking just right now, there's too many young guys in the NFL, and there's too mm-hmm. many guys that are on teams that division rivals hate. You know, say your big bins of the world, et cetera, like where it's like these guys are, they should have been retired three years ago. They're on the way out, but the Ravens fans still hate them, probably Browns fans, whatever. So it's, I, I tried. I tried, and I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts uh, on Twitter at Two Pointers. This is my plug and promo I told I would give in the first 15 minutes. Uh, at Two Pointers on Twitter, uh, where you can give us your thoughts. Uh, Twitter, I said already. Instagram, uh, at the Two Pointers Podcast. TikTok as well, at the same at. Our website's uh, always up there and ready to get you all to those places, uh, Podcast.com. Um, and I'm forgetting something, Josh. Oh, Facebook. Of course, Facebook. The lovely fun in Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Two Pointers Podcast. That's a long-winded thing to say. We love you, Clay, and uh, can't wait to hear if there's anybody that can that take the crowd. Well, that being said, I mean, we're happy Clay's back, but we will see how his return affects Golden State moving forward. So Kawhi Leonard is supposedly on his way back early uh, for a guy who partially 
tore his ACL to some extent that we weren't given much clarity upon in June of last year. He's maybe going to come back in a month or two, uh, which I guess that's about a nine-month recovery period. Yeah, it's a weird situation. It's kind of a quiet kind of the Clippers had faded from purview, to be honest, with um, honestly not playing that well when Paul George was there. And now with Paul George injured, the Clippers just really aren't in the conversation most of the time. Where are we at with if Kawhi comes back and how strong is he going to be, I think becomes the question. Yeah, the Kawhi thing is weird. I thought of it one way and I went, okay, this is the same Kawhi that whether it be to get out of San Antonio or not, he was very, very, very careful after that injury in San Antonio a few years ago. So I thought maybe we get the same approach. They just completely punt on this year. They go for the final year of his contract, just go for the championship, do what they need to do in the offseason, understand where they are flexibility-wise with the cap. He has a, I believe it's a player option after next year. So it's one of those situations where he understands that that would be kind of the final punt on, or under, not punt, I guess the final uh, play or final go for it uh, under that contract. I just am not ACLs are doable. Like we know that Mm -hmm. I'm just not sure this roster's perfectly set up, but also though, this is the same team that not necessarily the exact same team, but team that made the Western conference finals for the first time in, in team history last year. So yes, this team kicking and screaming back while yeah, dragged completely and utterly by him. The thing is though, they're winning games without Paul George right now. who's missing almost four weeks with elbow injury. They're middle of the West. If you're middle of the West right now without your two best players, like that's impressive. Like that's a testament to Reggie Jackson. That's a testament to Terrence Mann. I'm starting on – that's the thing. The depth on yeah. the team is bad. The depth I mean, on the team is really bad. middle of the West is not what it used to mean. No. They're no, ninth no, for West. sure. They have a losing record. But they you're also be- missing Kawhi and Paul George. That's the thing I'm saying. Like they're in if the playoffs started today. But they were middle of the West with Paul George. Let's just make that clear. They were not top six when Paul was playing. And you added Kawhi in there, who right now, like that was kind of the difference maker when like they play Dallas seems to be their weird like playoff matchup that they always get. And it's like they have a guy, they have two guys they can put on Luca, right? With just Paul George, obviously that's you're putting a lot on Paul George to so guard a guy like Luca in the playoffs. And this is not a playoff preview, but I'm just using that as an example. If you get Kawhi back for like round, I mean, it would be round one, I guess, right? Like it would be quickly. It would be you know, right there at the beginning of April. So I'm just Middle, not sure. I mean, the season's still going in April till midway. Or through. May, yeah. Yeah, I guess it would be late, uh, late April, early May. But that's what's weird. I was thinking he was going to return like at the beginning of the playoffs, maybe, and be kind of limited, but be there. Yeah, that's what maybe I was thinking. He's too. returning earlier because if he doesn't, the Clippers aren't making the playoffs. But why would he do that though? Having another full contract year. I just that's the part I'm struggling with. I mean, if I'm he's not, ready to go, he's ready to go. Oh no, I'm look, if he is, get him in there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm just not sure that two weeks of games. The stuff speed, in San Antonio was clearly more than the injury. More was. than the injury. That's the part I had to talk myself out of. I was like, well, mm. he was on the way out. He was trying to be was it worse than we thought? No, nah, probably not. It probably was fine by like the normal timetable. So we kind of already addressed it, but like if Kawhi comes back healthy for the playoffs, assuming he just goes right in, let's say we give him like, let's say he goes into game shape and plays like 10, 10 games, maybe a week and a half, whatever it may be uh, right there before the playoffs. If he comes back healthy, 90% of himself is what I would call healthy from an ACL or something like that. 
Are they a title contender immediately? No. Tell me more. <laughs> it's the they, depth of that roster. Unless Absolutely. he comes back in March, they are going to be playing in the play-in. And Probably. that is such a fluky situation. Um, a single game play, like, it's such a fluky situation. I'm not going to call anybody outside the top six title contender right now. Yeah, there's just – I just don't see an avenue where – when we talked about it with the Lakers He could play well and they lose the game, and then they're out. Bye. Right. Yeah, and it was worth it for nothing. That's mm-hmm. the problem there. It's like – that's the why I'm saying, like, is it really even worth coming back? I think the key is if Paul George can somehow, somehow, some way drag him into the six, but I just don't see – like, there's too many teams ahead of him that are better. Memphis right, right now Denver's is better. Denver's in that six. Denver's who you'd have to catch. Denver's better. Period. Yeah. I agree. Denver's better. All Memphis six teams that are there are better. Memphis yeah. is way beyond where LAC is right now. Yeah. And it's that's, time that's we start talking about Memphis is clearly the number four team in the Western Conference. Yeah. And uh, I have a feeling that will probably happen within the next 30 days because mm-hmm. if they stay on this run right into the All-Star break, they're probably our best uh, story right there in the first week of February. Um, I just – it's the Paul George thing. Like it's the – the elbow is only four weeks. But this is a guy that we've seen that can get hurt in weird spots in the year and can really make or break your season. And as I've told you last week and the week before, I believe, is I'm a big proponent of you set yourself up for April in January. It sounds ridiculous, but when you look at an NBA season, we're back to a standard normal NBA schedule minus the back, you know, games in the same city thing. I I like it, but we're back to a quote normal schedule. And when you win, from Christmas Day to basically All-Star break, that is where teams that are good and are going to try to make runs in the playoffs, a la the Atlanta Hawks last year, they're a little bit of that. You know, they, they caught fire after the All-Star break. But still, you win meaningful games now when you don't have Paul George and Kawhi. It's hard to do without one of those two guys. I mean, you have to win these games now. by Like you said, with the play-in thing, with that one-and-done, like if you're in the seven, like you you can't be doing that now. You can't be fighting yourself in playing Denver, who's going to get Jamal Murray back, by the way, throw a wrench in that entire, like, playoff stage seating. You know, like, oh, cool, Jokic is single-handedly talking about dragging teams. He is just putting them in a bag and just throwing them over his shoulder, and he is just taking them to the promised land in the playoffs right now. And you can't do that without Paul George, obviously, on the other side. So, yeah, it's a very interesting and weird, 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 weird situation. I just, if you're a Clippers fan, if you're, you know, Steve Ballmer, if you're anybody in the organization, you're excited that there's even a possibility you get him this year. Because I think all of us thought we're seeing Kawhi beginning of next season. I really thought we did. I thought we were all in agreement on that. And all of a sudden it's uh, completely and utterly changed shape. So all speculation at this point. And we'll cover it more when Kawhi comes back, which will be, you know, we have no idea. Hey, it's January. January means for basketball. Conference play has started in college basketball. Everyone has passed their non-conference. It is firmly conference play season. And we thought we'd look at kind of where we were at to start everything. And I think where I wanted to start things is that we are now left with just two undefeated teams in college basketball. So to give shout-outs to the number one overall ranked Baylor Bears, the defending national champions that now look like the favorites to repeat as national champions, And making it to their highest ranking since 1974, the University of Southern California Trojans are fifth in the country and 13-0. and 
Any small caveat for why they're fifth being the only other undefeated team is they have yet to play a ranked basketball team um, this season. However, they do have Arizona and UCLA on the schedule in the coming weeks. Trevor, what's your immediate reaction to our undefeated teams, kind of where we look, where basketball stands right now? The fact that only one team in the ACC is ranked, which is just bizarre. Oh, the ACC all season. If you want my literal first takeaway, this is terrible. Um, Where does that put the USC say? thing? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I don't necessarily. I don't know if I have like an A first reaction for you. I really am disappointed that Colorado State couldn't pull it off the other night against San Diego State because they, up until that point, were the third of those undefeated teams. Uh, yep. Colorado State, who was kind of a scary team last year in the tournament. I'm just giving a shout out to a really awesome Western uh, school. So, Hey, I mean, we may not hear from them again until the tournament, but uh, the USC thing, uh, yeah, you can't overlook the fact they've played no one, but they will completely and utterly be proven right or wrong in about a month. <laughs> they play Arizona and they play UCLA. Like you said, they have a couple other, like, you know, you play, you have to play Oregon. Who's always going to fight hard in the pack. I'm not touching the ACC thing with a 20 foot pole. What I'll tell you, though, is I think I I did mine a little bit differently. Like, we're going to look at the top 25. There's a lot to break down here. I did mine a little bit from this perspective of there's a couple things that we definitely got wrong. Now, with college, obviously, these opinions from January and October are going to be completely different. And then January and March are going to be different. But, like, Michigan State has kind of proven us wrong a little bit. Like, we've kind of overlooked them as, like, the four teams that played on opening night. And we were kind of like, yeah, Michigan State. They were kind of that one where we just we, – we gave them like 30 seconds, and now they're 10th. They're playing meaningful basketball in January. And in, Mar- in March Madness and college basketball, we know that means utterly nothing if you can't play meaningful basketball in March. Um, the Michigan State thing, it is what it is. Yeah, I think that's my initial takeaway is Michigan State uh, is looking really, really good. And to be fair, what's going to be interesting, a very loaded Big Ten – uh, other ranked teams in the Big Ten, you've got Illinois there at 25, Ohio State at 16, Wisconsin at 13, and, of course, Purdue at number seven, the highest ranked team in the Big Ten. Yeah, I believe I said this. I think we haven't done College Hoops Corner in a few weeks, but I believe I was mentioning something. Either It was either on the show or to you at some point where it was like, I think Big Ten right now has nine teams that were in Joe Lenardi's like first edition of Bracketology, so it was kind of like, no shocker, we know Big Ten's going to be good. Um, yeah, I think Illinois is a kind of a fun one. They're not anywhere. They are 25. They did. I did not realize that till just now they got bumped in. Yeah, Kofi Gover is playing like a top five pick right now. It's unbelievable how well he's playing top three score in the, in the entire country, but so he's like 22. So he's not going to be, yeah, but look, I, I wanted to give him fair price. Um, we do, we're going to eventually do some more, uh, draft stuff as it gets closer. Obviously there's a lot to unpack a lot of, uh, uh, f- friends in the space that we want to just chop it up with about the draft, but the college part of it is the part where there's a lot of good guys this year. There's a lot of these like junior senior, like just tearing it up as there always is. But like those guys are going to make those differences later. Um, one thing I wanted to address with you as well as you mentioned, like some of this, you mentioned the USC thing, they're undefeated and they've played 13 games. Right. But you look at some teams around them and I think this is going to matter. I'll tell you why I'm bringing this up. Um, your number three team, UCLA, who's in their conference, has played 10 games or 11 games. Like, teams have missed a chunk here. Like, we were stripped of a lot of good matchups here in the early part of the season, not regardless of the matchup. Gonzaga's played 14. Baylor's played the full 15 and 0. 
like I'm looking at a little further air. It looks like a lot of the Pac-12. Arizona's 12 and 1. Duke missed two games, I believe it was. Just there's just a couple where you're like, I hope that lack of, you know, and they, they were big matchups where these teams could have learned for themselves, like or learned about themselves or learned how they were going to play, you know, play better and learn from those matchups. But there's just a lot of teams that haven't played a lot, you know, the full strength of schedule. So I hope that doesn't matter later because obviously in March you just you want to know what you're made of. But there's just, I mean, this is a loaded top 25. I feel like this year is just, yes, you have your Baylors of the world, but like, I'll be honest with you, there's about, I think the top 15, honestly, can win the national title. I think it's it's one of those years where it's like, and I actually, I'm going to say 17 to take credit on Xavier, who's 12 and two, but the top 17 right now can win the national title. It's unbelievable to say that, but yeah, um, we were wrong on the Big East too. I think that's another thing I just kind of, it's Villanova, we think, and everyone else, like we thought coming into it. But that's another takeaway I wanted to chop up with you is uh, the Big East has more ranked teams in the ACC right now. Dude, almost everyone has more ranked teams than the ACC right now. Someone has to be picked on. And unfortunately for us, it's yeah. the ACC right now. But the Big East looks good. It really does. I think the fact that UConn's not even like a thought right now and Xavier, Villanova, obviously they're None in the top, but we're still top 25. Xavier Villanova, Seton Hall, Providence. Providence finally got some respect. What did I say three weeks ago? Give Providence some respect. They finally got it. They're 23rd. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Things have not exactly played how we thought they would, um, which is kind of your standard fare for college basketball. Uh, What has shocked me the most, and I'm just going to go back to it, and I know that you harp on the team that's number one, we thought Baylor wasn't going to be like this anymore because we were like, okay, yeah, they did great. They were up there, but they lost Davion Mitchell. Um, they lost their big stars. They're not going to bounce back like that. They bounce back like that. <laughs> uh, they've been ripping through teams. And you talked about Michigan State. Like, they beat Michigan State by 17 early in the season <laughs> of a team that's up there. They beat Nova and kind of an ugly game where Villanova only scored 36 points. And recently on New Year's Day, picked up the win over Iowa State, who at the time was eighth in the country. I believe they've fallen down to 15 following their loss to Baylor. But, I mean, it's the Bears look good. Uh, it's, it's one of those different years. There's a lot more parity in college basketball than there has been in the past. This is not the years of the ACC – which I think is better than they're giving credit for because they're not being given any credit all right now. <laughs> they're not. What do you say that? Uh, Miami, Miami, who beat Duke yesterday, mm-hmm. is unranked. Or two days ago, I think it was Saturday. Unranked. They are 28th if you count the others receiving votes because they received the 65 best, votes. They're the best team in the ACC record wise right now. <laughs> it's crazy. Like they And they've beaten ACC. I think they're 5-0 and in the ACC right now. By definition, are, I have a friend, friend who's a Miami off. fan, so he's texting me all the time. And he sent me a screenshot of the score after they won. And he was like, rank these boys. What is going <laughs> on? I'm like, dude, they they deserve it. I was very honest with him. I was like, they will be ranked. And they're not. Nope. <laughs> like, yeah, that was my third three seconds on Miami. Shout out to, to my boy, Marcel. And Duke only falls to eight. Yeah, like – I can't. Uh, this is the part of the season where I, I mean, have that's to be probably quiet the about Duke it. bias. If we're going to be fair, like there, there's is. a Duke bias. It is, it is. very clear Duke bias. Um, there always is. Yeah, there is. But I just—it's the time of year with the rankings where I just—I just leave it alone. Like I just, 
I don't say too many things about too many. I can't teams wait for the first net ranking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or when they, uh, then the committee hits us with their top 16. Well, so you mentioned HC getting like uh, completely and utterly no credit. I mean, they're not right, but we've went over everything that I already had. I bullet pointed conference play was heating up. Miami looks awesome. Michigan state proved us wrong in the big East is a lot of fun, but yeah, just, it's one of those things where you just look at the top 10 and you go, there's about three of these teams that I'm just going to not trust in, th- in two and a half months. Now, do we want to address who they are right now? I don't want to make three big fan so bases you're not really angry. Trust in two months, you said? Two months. Oh, March. Yeah. yeah. I, I, there, there's about three teams I can, I'm going to pluck out and go, sorry, you're not going to be a team that I'm scared of in March. Do I want to make a lot of fan bases mad right now? No, we'll say it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm I'm just not sure Arizona is going to do it. I'm just not sure Kansas is what we think they are. Kansas is talking about playing no one. <laughs> Kansas has played no one. Uh, they played Michigan State, to be fair, who's right behind them. And then, look, we'll we'll address draft stuff when we get to draft stuff. We'll have some draft content. I love Jabari Smith. I'm just not sure Auburn's – I think Auburn's slightly overrated. Slightly over overranked. Sorry, not overrated. Mm-hmm. Overranked. I think Auburn's a little bit of the the press sees Auburn now, and they go, "That was the team we thought Alabama was going to be, right?" It's the Alabama it was the LSU thing. win, right? Yeah, yeah but, but like the SEC's been in the Walker Kessler factor, which <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? Um, top lottery or like a lottery slash late first round guy right now, which is nuts, but. It's, it's the Tennessee, the Alabama who slipped down to 24. Alabama, I, I, I called that. I said that they were going to play big teams oh, yeah. and win those games. They're going to lose these stupid ones, and they did. And Roll it's, it's Yeah. But they are one of those teams, too. Like, I mentioned the Xavier thing about the guards. I was like, how heavily you – know, you, you mentioned the guard play and how important that is and why Baylor's so good, why Baylor won the national title, why I think Xavier can. Alabama, though, has three to four-ish – five good guards that can win you games at any point in March, obviously with the great coach as well. So they're a team that like right now, 24 looks ugly for what we thought they were going to be, but they'll be, they'll be able to play up to people. Like that's what they'll be. I'm just not sure they're a final four team, but obviously that wasn't a top 10 team. That's not my point. So I, I mean, that's, I tried to, I tried to keep it simple with you. There was like three big things that stared me in the face and I went through all of them and I just this top team, this top twenty-five is loaded, man. Like college basketball just feels such an even playing field. And I know you're like, it's not March. I get it. Like it's, it feels like March. The top twenty-five feels like if, if you put these teams right now, like right now, I'll give you an example. Break your best judgment of how much you know college basketball over the last ten to fifteen years. Where does Texas get ranked right now if the season ends? Texas is twenty-one at twelve and three, and they've lost to like three teams. They lost to OK State by the way, who are seven and five. If you base it off of, well, since the AP isn't there, that matters. Um, Your opinion, I guess, but I'm using that as like the example. They're there for a reason, for some reason. Like a six, maybe? Texas should not be a six, is my point. Texas should be better than that. <laughs> like, And the fact that they'd be thrown in as a six right this moment, there's a lot left to be played. <laughs> like there's a lot that's going to change. Texas might not be, Texas might be worse than a six for the end of the year at this rate they're going. But that's my example. Like, you're telling me right now if the season in Texas is a six, like, they're better than a six, and they're 23rd. Sorry, 21st. Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. 
So we found that the best basketball team in Texas is still Baylor. <laughs> so that's what they, they <laughs> yeah, that's no, we, everyone thought it was going to be Texas this year. It was not. We know that. Um, also, got Drew Factor bigger than the Chris Beard Factor. You did this earlier with the Miami thing. I am going to do this as well for the others that are worthy of being mentioned. Uh, just outside of receiving votes, uh, there was a big gap, though. Illinois had the most votes for the 25th. Oklahoma, uh, Loyola, Chicago were just behind them. Miami, West Virginia, who's uh, got a big matchup coming up on Sunday uh, against Kansas. Yeah. I can't uh, wait for that Loyola-Chicago train in March again. I'm, <laughs> You're going to ride that thing? <laughs> three years in a row. I, I'm Or three years in, in total. It's like I'm yeah. sick of it. Um, Connecticut or UConn, I mentioned like not really being a thought, but they are getting 17 votes. Uh, Indiana, Colorado State, shout out to the Rams, San Diego State, Davidson, BYU, Iowa, and San Francisco. All worth being mentioned. Uh, college basketball has been a lot of fun. A lot of uh, big time players and big time draft spots that are playing in places that we might not have expected them to play in a lot of smaller markets. So uh, it's going to be fun from draft time. I'm, I'm excited to pluck all of these wrong takes uh in a few months and really just go ah, college basketball in january josh what are we gonna do i'm ready to do some trivia that's what i'm ready for i'm down too much and uh i need to are claw my way back to do some trivia? probably not based on what you <laughs> told me before we recorded i probably not but i am excited it's always true i think this is gonna be fun and like you said it's a relaxed episode of course this- <laughs> I mean, this might, based on your knowledge that you've told me in the past of, like, random sparkle quizzes, this may be right up your alley uh, in the NBA. As far as I know, really all of this comes down to is it was a cool piece of trivia that was done um, during the, sorry, when I was watching the Hornets-Bucks game, it was just a cool piece of trivia uh, that was thrown out there. I have to name every Hornets head coach in history. Got it. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> lovely. And so the piece of trivia was between the Hornets Bucks game, the longest names in NBA history. And I thought it was some of the funniest things that they brought up in the game about the players who have the longest names in NBA history. That's why I needed to mention the Hornets Bucks game, because here's your big hint. The Hornets Bucks games had multiple of the top 10 uh, longest names in NBA history in that game. Multiple of the top 10 longest names in NBA history were in just the Hornets-Bucks game. So what I have for you is the 12 longest names in NBA history. I didn't because there was a tie at nine. There was a four-way tie at number nine, so I couldn't do top 10. So we're just going to have all the way out to 12. You'll get 18 guesses. If you get, you just need to get four. Each four you get is a point. Get 18 guesses. I want to stress this before we get into it. This is whatever the name is that the player is announced as when they're playing. So my example to point it out, Emeka Okafor's real name is like Chukwemeka Okafor. However, he does not go by that. He just goes by Emeka Okafor. And so that would be the name. Hyphenated names also count. So like a Michael Kidd Gilchrist, every one of those characters would count in that name. He's not on this list, I'm assuming, because you said it. <laughs> yes, no, he's not. I did not. I was actually an example that is not on the list. The listeners don't know this because we're uh, in the process of getting some visual stuff started. But um, 
I write down the moment Josh says the question while he's explaining it, I write as many names as humanly possible. So my brain does not forget them. And Michael K. Gerkris is on this is on this piece of paper I'm holding up. And I'm so glad you clarified that because I feel so much better now. Oh, so there are awesome. 12 names. Hyphenated names are allowed if that's the name. The hyphen does not count as a character. And another thing I want to point out, I will not give you any hints that involve telling you how many letters ah. that the players on the list name have. Because then you could keep from getting the guesses wrong by counting. No, because I, I wouldn't have gone that with it. I wouldn't okay. have gone that with it. That wouldn't help. But there are 12. I think it's really fun. Two of them were actively playing in the Hornets Bucks game on Saturday night. See, that's um, I can't figure that out, but I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> so, jeez, uh, yeah, I that's, think it's very like this should be very doable to do a point. These are players that you know, like there are four of the at least four, probably eight of these players you know. Um, so there's not like your, you know, there's not like your uh, fourth. Most of this the... list is not super obscure. Most of it's pretty mainstream. Some of it's okay. a little obscure. Like there's no you know seventy eight Blazers retired jerseys on here. Like it's I don't none of that. So. Like, none of that crap is my point. <laughs> no. uh, okay. There's a lot of names you know. There are a lot of players in the NBA right now. The history part is what I ha- I have to like. I'm gonna have to break this down because and I will go through it. So I have one question before I technically quote begin. Um, are mm-hmm. there duplicates? What do you mean? As in, there are some players with long names who have um, siblings or relatives that also have really long names. Are there duplicates? I have to know if there's duplicates or not. That That's going to kill me. I guess sir, you can't say that, though, because that might give away guesses multiple times. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll move on. I'll, I'll start it because I get 18 guesses. Um, keep track of my guesses, please. I am going to go ahead and go with the probably the most obvious one. Because he a played last night <laughs> or Saturday, whatever day it was, um, his nickname is the Alphabet. <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo is probably top two on this list, and he's probably not two. So Giannis just misses the cutoff for this list. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Mad. That's what I'm, I'm walking away. Uh, Giannis is just outside the top 12. Uh, he's in a tie. Yeah, just outside the top 12. Um, so Giannis is not quite on the list of Giannis on the That tells you how long the names we're talking here. Um, but no, Giannis is incorrect. I'm sorry, but that was, that was just always a guess that was going to have to happen. You kick yourself if it was right. You didn't say it. I don't know if I if I don't know if I hate you or the question. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. no. So my question for you then is, uh, what is my point system here? I get eighteen guesses, which means obviously you can. There's a tier. You system get a point for every four you get right. There are twelve. Okay, I don't know. If, I don't know. I might not have caught that. Okay, so Giannis. So that answers my my, my duplicate question because Thanasis has, and this is not a guess. Thanasis has the same amount of letters as Giannis, and they have the same last name. So my guess would be him and Thanasis are tied for twelfth. It would be my guess if you could, you know. Maybe you'll give me a clue there. But uh, the Nasus, I'm pretty sure, is the same or close to Giannis. And if it's by one character, I'm going to backflip off of this desk. But um, can I tell you my I'm going to take the time to sit there and count. No, no, I, no, no. It would be nice. I'm going to suggest that you count how many letters in, are in Giannis and how many letters are in Thanasis. Okay. It would be um, nice and suggest that you count that right now. Did I just put myself on blast for how bad I want you to count right now how many letters are Giannis and how many Well, I need to make sure I know how to spell it. So I'm looking up uh, Giannis and then his brother. I'm looking Giannis up. 
You know what's crazy? I actually know how to spell uh, Antetokounmpo without looking. It's it's one of those things that I'm just so do I. thrilled about. I never never thought I'd be thrilled about, but I'm thrilled about. Um, all right, so Giannis Antetokounmpo brother. <laughs> I'm just because I don't remember. All right. Oh, there are. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Nasus Antetokounmpo is a guess. <laughs> Congratulations, you got one right because I just couldn't let you keep going. Thanasis oh, Anadikumpo is one of the top 12 longest names in NBA history. Um, he is, I believe, it's hard. There are a lot of ties in this top 12, so it's hard for me to say exactly where they are. Um, but yeah, you got one right of your two guesses. So that's like, it's like close to 18 for their, for their name. That's the, See, I'm not going to count it out because now I know it's a baseline of somewhere near 18. Like, I was going to eventually figure that out, but I, I, this might be an utter failure. Like, I really i am scared. I'm nervous. You need to do some more counting. <laughs> well, it's clo- I, I'm saying it's close to that. I, I'm not going to. I thought you said not to do that. So here. All right. I'm going to do it. I said close. I said 18. It was 20. It was in that range. All right. So. It, that eliminated a guess for me because I didn't get far. I'll be honest. The Michael kid, like that should have been there. Michael kid, Gilchrist with the these hyphens didn't count. So that was one up there for me. Metal piece was one up there for me. And as soon as I realized that if Giannis wasn't on there, then metal piece is not on there. Cause that's five, five and five. I, we have a problem. I, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I gave you a hint at the beginning. Hyphenated names game. are in there. You just need to I know think of hyphenated names. Yeah, but like, okay, I'm trying to think. The heights in itself doesn't count, but the, all of the characters do. Okay, so you said there was. You said that these are guys that I should know too, like Hall of Famers, etc. Like there should be some. Guys no, I didn't I mean, say Hall of Famers. I never said anything. Oh, about them. okay. That's I never good. said the okay. word Hall of Famers. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That not that. I said there are a lot of current players. Oh, there are. Okay, okay. Um. Oh, oh, there are boy. a handful of current players. Yeah. Say a lot. Um, so let's talk this out here. Let's go through. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to get the obvious one that might, because I've watched the most NBA this year, obviously, than I have. I can remember this year more than I can remember five to ten years in the past. I'm trying to think of guys that would have played either on the Bucks or on your Hornets, who I've watched a surprisingly amount of. Don't get too hung up on that. Oh, no, the Bucks sucks. Hornets thing was a connection to the was for me to make what? a connection. You the said episode. there was two. You said there was two people. In that yes, game. I don't expect you to get the other one unless oh, you watched the Bucks Hornets game on Saturday. I don't think expect you to get the other one. We're in the uh, we're in that we're in that era with the with the COVID. Yeah, yeah. people playing the ten days. Right. Yeah. There. Okay, I'm just gonna start. I'm going to start throwing because I have 18 guesses. I am going yep. to go for one point at this point. I That's how bad I feel about this. So I'm going to look up the first name of a guy that I know his last name because I can't figure it out. <laughs> okay. Just don't uh, look up long names. Of oh, I'm not, I'm not. I, this guy was drafted in the last couple of years and I can't remember his first name. And like it was okay. Georgios Papayanis. He played for the Kings. If he's on that list, you don't have I to. I don't like have him on my list, but I'm going to check it to see. Let's if do that because he is a long name, and I it might not be 20. I get it, or 20 or more, or whatever. But like Georgios Papianos is his name. People are going to. He was drafted in 2016, by the way. People are going to think I'm nuts for getting that one. 
Seven foot two and a half, you know. So Giorgio's guy. Papianis is not there. I'm sorry. I, it was look, it was a shot in the dark. I'm trying to think of didn't quite didn't quite cut it. Trying to think of any more Greek players because that's probably how 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 bad this question is. Do you have any any hint remotely for me? Like, is there anything that like am I just like being an idiot? I can't think of any current hyphenated names. That's the problem. The current thing is killing me. Like, I can't think of any. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to look up NBA teams because that's going to help me. We've, we've, uh, we've both done that before. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to look at literally the same thing I've looked at before, the teams on Google. Teams, we've done that player, yeah, Oh, no, no. We've looked, at, we've looked at the teams list before because it'll jog my memory if I'm just, like, dead forgetting somebody. Because I'm like trying to rule. Because the fact that Giannis is not is what is killing me. Like that's the part where that's question. Like you probably giggled so hard at that because you were like, "A, that's hilarious," and B, he's screwed tomorrow. Like that's exactly. It's interesting. Like yeah. Like so, when I was watching the Bucks Hornets game, I'm kind of talk for a fun fact while you're listening. When they pulled up the list, Giannis was on it. When I did more research, I found out Giannis is actually not as high as they had him there. Um, because the list, the stat that they did on the show wasn't that accurate. Uh, so, well, what they did was six players who didn't have hyphenated names. So that part, even that actually wasn't that accurate. Yeah, they were just a little bit off with it, but I thought it was a cool concept to run with. Do you feel like your hyphenated thing made it easier or harder? Easier. Just a genuine question. Okay, it did. Yeah. All, right, all right, it made it easier. I'm trying to think all time. That's the thing. Cause I have this weird knowledge of like names all time. And I'm just trying to like tie them together in some form or fashion, but you're telling me hyphenated and current. And I just, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking and I'm, I'm grade a struggling. Like I, this, this is bad. Like this is really bad. I know a couple of our friends that listen to this podcast are just screaming at you. Listen to you do this. Oh, thing. oh, oh, oh. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Ding, ding, ding. We have oh. a winner. Oh, man. Shay yeah, that did, that actually, Alexander. The hint, it, the hint confirmed it for me. Like somebody we know, fan of the show. Like that clicked, but like I also saw the thunder as I, as you said that. <laughs> and I was like. Same number of letters as Thanasis on it, Akumpo in his name. He's not Shay more? Gilgis oh, no. I am, I am in trouble. If he's uh. not more, I am in trouble. <laughs> okay. Can you give me. All right. This, this won't help me at any point get a name. Can you tell me how many current and how many not current? Like actively yeah, sure. playing. Um, I might have to cat. I might have to check players. While you're doing, while you're doing that, like actively, like if they played this year, like I know this year's kind of crazy, but like, I just actively, if they played this year, I'm going to be fine. With of that. the players you have left, which you have ten left, um, five are active, five are inactive. Oh, that actually is okay. So that gives me time to really break down both sides of it. That's good. I'm also glad we. I believe. Let me double check a couple names. It's fine. It's close enough. That's 50 50 is actually pretty good. Mm. Herein lies the problem, though. It took me all the way to the Thunder to figure that out. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. I'm trying to think of like all star ballots right now. I'm trying to think of like. You know, guys like just off the starting lineups for some of these teams. I'm trying to think of teams that have a lot of presence of international guys, like obviously like a guy like Kristaps. His name isn't long enough, but he's an example. Yeah, um, I think I was right. Five and five. Yep. Toronto has a lot of guys. How many names? How many letters are in Bogdanovich? Let's see. <laughs> That's always a fun one. Like uh, Bog. <laughs> I'm actually going to do this. Bog. 
This might be for nothing. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Nah. <laughs> nah. Bogdan's not on there. I hope. Uh, Philly, no. Dallas. Oh, oh, oh. It's the hyphenated name thing that helped me, I think. No. See, if 20's the – if 20's the – now that I know 20's the bottom of the list, I at least know not to throw stupid guesses. Like, I'm trying to really – but, like, the thing, I don't know if I – that actually made it harder, though, because I would have just guessed and I would have just been like, all right, cool, I have plenty of guesses. I just – I told you, I'm getting to four. Like, that's that's my goal. Trying to get you caught up here by giving you – because I kind of have given you a way to not throw stupid guesses. That's fine. No, Unless like count I'll wrong. give you an example. No, I mean, I, yeah, I could count. Three I I listeners. I lead six to two entering this. Yeah, we somehow forgot to mention that. Um, well, it's like that. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith should be, should be, but he's not because Dorian and Smith are shorter than Finney. Even they're all six and less. So it's like, is that a guess? It can be. I have so many. Just Dorian Finney-Smith. Maybe I miscounted. There's no way I don't. He's not on there. I'm not. I know it. No, we're gonna finish. It's a good guess, though. It's a good guess. It's a hyphenated name. Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Now I'm gonna be just. If there's any Lakers on this list, I'm gonna be angry at myself. If there's what? If there's any Lakers, like I'm looking at the Lakers, going, okay, like my team. You know, I'm like, are there? I don't think there are any current Lakers on this list. Uh, Well, I mean, whatever. Former (laughs) Lakers, definitely. Current, no. Definitely. There are yeah, there is a, a there is a former Laker on this list. <laughs> okay, former Hold Laker on. on this list who has, um, based on the list I have, second longest name in NBA history, tied for the second longest name in NBA history. You know what's nuts is Kareem's not on this list. Now that I know the baseline number, <laughs> I almost guessed Kareem. Kareem, that was a trick. <laughs> that was a trick, and I'm that was a trick, and I like it. No, I'm not tricking you. the The player with the second longest name in NBA history. Is a Laker. Uh, was a Laker. Tied for the second in NBA history. Was a Laker. Is on this list. Was a Laker in the past. I'm that giving hurts. no indication of whether he plays anymore or not. You said he didn't. You already said that. I said he played for the Lakers. That does not mean that he's retired. Uh, it could be. Oh, that's could not. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Okay. So it's oh geez. Okay. Um Dude, this I'm so glad A, we left enough time for this segment, and B, I I am not far from my my I need two more, right? Yep. To score a point, which you have not done in a long time. Yeah, we're talking like almost two months. Uh <laughs> I'm backed up against the wall, I'll be honest with you. Like I'm I'm asking for any plea of mercy because there's not a team like the Shea one jumped out because it clicked when I saw the thunder, but like I am thinking top seven to eight guys on a team, every single team and no name actively is popping out. That's my problem. And if, if Papa Giannis is not on here like that, like it's going to be hard, but I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm really genuinely like hard on myself, but like, dude, like, like I think of the last name and I go, okay, like Frank Kaminsky. Well, Frank is not a long first name, but Kaminsky is. Like, it, oh, man, man, you have outdone yourself. Hyphenated names. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Last He's year, I'm trying to I steer you away from these long last names. Hyphenated names. 
but that's the thing. So they essentially get three names. That's the that's the big thing. I, I'm not sure I know any hyphenated names actively right now that are like are there all stars that have hyphenated games that I'm forgetting. You're not looking for all stars, man. You're looking. For, oh, that's bad. The only, See, the only big uh, name player you got was Shay. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Okay. Um, dude, the, the Spurs have to have someone. It's just the most Spurs thing, right? No. Uh, that's a reaction to you saying the Spurs have to have someone. That's no indication of what the answer Greg, is. Greg Popovich, final answer. No. Uh, how many how many vowels are in Popovich? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Three, I think. Oh, gosh, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, I'm just, dude, this is bad. This is really bad. <laughs> I'm. This is like back against this the This is so man. bad. Like, it's, I honestly don't know what to tell you at this point. Like there's not even like a, a like a haphazard hint that you could be like, eh, this guy, but like, no, there's nothing. I, I don't know how you hit this. I really don't. I will say, I'll give you credit for something though. I'll, I'll tell you this. You've really outdone yourself because I, I last year you had a couple weeks where it just felt lazy on your questions and they just get better every week and it makes it harder for me because it's <laughs> six to two. Uh, no, there was a couple of weeks where it was like both of us where we were like, ah, top 25, this of stat. Like, yeah, it was like, you uh, could still kind of do that. But yeah, I, <laughs> sometimes it happens, you know. Unless you've got one like, you know, just get my brain jogging hint, this might be my tap out moment, as crazy as that sounds. Like I'm looking at one more time through like every team and I'm going like Philly, Los Angeles, both Los Angeles is Boston. All these lineups have short name guys. Like Junior, like Jaron Jackson Jr. doesn't spell out Junior J U N I O R. He doesn't do that. And I don't think that would even be, it wouldn't even be long enough. That's the part that's freaking me out. All right. I'm going to give you um, what I think is a major hint because we, I want this segment to actually be some fun and not me just listing the names out, sadly. That's fine. Because it's I'm also 55 minutes. Teams that the active players play for. Okay. That'll at least give you me not the allowed target. To look at roster once no I big deal. Them, no big deal. No big deal. Um, but I'm just verifying I know what teams they play for. All right. Yeah, I love how this this 30 minute pre-trivia thing turned into a <laughs> like almost an hour down total. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <clears throat> the no all-stars thing, while you're looking that up, the no all-stars thing is tripping me because I'm like I know I, I can don't take know. the tier. Yeah, I don't think any of them are all stars. Um, or this year, I mean, even like no. Yeah, no. I'm just like thinking guys this year that are a, like high level play. I like the Warriors. I okay. A- the five teams that these long name players currently play on. These are players that you have not guessed yet. Okay. The Washington Wizards, the New Orleans Pelicans, the Orlando Magic, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Milwaukee Bucks. All teams that I'm not joking, I looked at multiple times and went, they probably have one, and I am not going to think too hard about it. Three of the four of those teams I thought about multiple minutes. Uh, the Pels were the one I, there's, there was no way I was, I was going there. Uh, that roster is abysmal. Um, That's one of the players. Yeah, that guy is going to stay off this list because I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Wizards, dude. Oh, oh, wait. I think I just traded for this guy in fantasy. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. It's the letter count thing. One. 
still short. Spencer Dinwiddie is not that long. I it sounds so long, but Dinwiddie's not that long. Dang it. Okay. All right, Wiz are out. Uh, who's the, who's like the backup? Tamana Tomas Santoransky. No, I'm pretty sure he's in Chicago now. Magic, the magic, the magic, the magic. Jonathan Isaac. He doesn't. The magic is a lane you want to go down when you don't want to go down the Orlando lane. I mean the New Orleans lane. Yeah, true. Atlanta, though, Atlanta, Atlanta's been this like this like just this like like just this old folks home this year. (laughs) Like they had so many dudes because of COVID and stuff. Oh gosh. Clint Capella, John Cox. (laughs) Danilo Gallinari. <laughs> Danilo Gallinari. No, dang it. It's bad. Trey Young. No, I'm, I, this is bad. I will fully. I, this, no. Okay. The Bucks. Is there a third? Is there a third on Takumbo, brother? Is there a third on Takumbo, brother? I'm just not getting. Like, I just, like, I don't You've know. made five guesses so far. Yeah, that's probably how many I'm going to end up making. Uh, this <laughs> oh, is, yeah, it's this bad. Really, I had a lot of hope for this segment. Oh, you know, it's a great. No, I'm not discrediting the question. It's a great question. <laughs> I am. I am discrediting my own understanding of the fact that the, half of this list currently plays right this moment. That's the part that's killing me. Oh, yeah. I'm literally staring at the five names I wrote down: Wiz, Pills, <laughs> Magic, Hawks, and Bugs, and I'm going nowhere with it. <laughs> It's like the all-time thing is going to make me more mad too. I feel like unless they're just like, you know, 10th mans, but. What do you mean all-time thing? The other five, the guys that are. Oh, yeah. Those are going to be, those are difficult to get. I haven't gotten any of them. So, yeah, I would assume that that's correct. Um, the longest name in history who is not no longer a current player. Um, fun fact was a teammate of LeBron James. Sojourner Sogaskis. No. <laughs> that was so common. Well, let me, look, let me look at it. Zodrunet. No, Ogaskis is not as long as you think it is. It's unfortunate that it's not. It's not. Josh, I, I think just for the sake, just for the sake of our of our fans, I I am doing them no good by sitting here. I I think I think unless they've Googled by now. Hyphenated I, names. I can't think of any. I just went through all 10 players that I know on those teams and I went, am I missing any? Like hyphenated wizards. Hyphenated wizards. Like Thomas yeah. Bryant. Not hyphenated. Spencer Dinwiddie. Kyle Kuzma. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Bucks thing. Am I, is, there a thir- is, is there a third Giannis on this list? A third Dante Takupa, I mean, on this list. I'm sorry. You're holding it in. I know what you're doing. You're like holding it together. The Wizards. Like, am I beating around the bush on the Wizards? It's there. Oh, gosh. I'm so mad. Oh. You're going to be so pissed. <laughs> you know what's you know even funny? I watched a Wizards game like three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of like tweets from Shams and Woj. This player is entered. I'm trying to think of like Woj and Shams tweets. This player has entered health and safety protocols. <laughs> this hyphenated name has entered health and safety protocols. Uh, I think the loser of trivia this year has to hyphenate a loser after their last name. <laughs> For every loser. I think that's where we're at. Uh, 
Gosh. Okay. No, I did look. I think I've done enough. I think I've done enough disgrace to this question. Unfortunately, unless something like jumps out on the page literally from the Pelicans or something, I think I'm done. I think this is a, a, unfortunately a tap out moment for me. I really do. I really want you to get there, but there's nothing else I can do outside of naming nah, the players. You've, just, you've given me the teams. That's enough. I've been trying my hardest. Are we okay. going backwards or are we going forwards with this? We're going to go right backwards now. on this list because it's more fun when we get closer to the top. So in the bottom 12, so looking at some names that are on the outside. Um, yeah, the who just missed one, the top? Who, who just missed it? I didn't look at that. Oh, Giannis okay. just missed the top. Okay, There's probably a lot of guys who tie Giannis with 19 um, Probably. Probably. Uh, Giannis has 19. Thanasis was 21. That shows where the difference was made. Oh, so I miscounted that. <laughs> I miscounted. Yeah. has eight letters and Giannis has six. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the only American with a non hyphenated name on this list is Clarence Weatherspoon, uh, one of the older players. So that's number 12. Uh, at 11, we have Alexander Georgievich, another old player I didn't expect you to get correct. Uh, 10 is Michael Ray Richardson. Uh, three names, another one of the uh, older players. Uh, started getting that one I one, the Milwaukee player that I didn't want you to go after because he's on a like a two way contract. It's called up Milwaukee, but it's why it was kind of fun in the name. Sandro Mamakelishvili uh, played and did really well for Milwaukee in the game against the Hornets. <laughs> you googled how to pronounce that. Don't lie to me. No, I heard them pronounce it on the game, dude. Okay, Sandro Mamakelishvili. Uh, no, I just had one come to me. I'm so mad. I just had one come to me. Uh, we'll get there. Oh, God. Uh, so he was number nine. Eight was Thanasis Anadokounmpo. Seven was Shea Gilgis Alexander. The top six. The Atlanta Hawk, Tim- Timothy Luawu Kabaro. Uh, I even mentioned TLC the other week, and I said, if you know, you know, because I didn't want to pronounce it wrong, because I know TLC's is abbreviation. Luawu uh, there are a few guys on here that we abbreviate their names instead of saying them all out. Uh, Clearly. <laughs> okay, on to the top five. This player played in the NBA last year, but is actually playing over in Turkey this year, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Um, he plays for Basictus currently. Top four for the Orlando Magic. He's been there for three years. Is Michael Carter-Williams, MCW. 22 letters in his name. Third on the New Orleans Pelicans, he's actually a player that you think has a bright future, is Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Um, 22 letters in his name. Tied for 22 with the second longest name in NBA history, the former Los Angeles Laker last year and current Washington Wizard, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. How do you feel? That this team is Contavious like- Caldwell-Pope. This is literally Lakers for quite a while. This this quality of level roster is literally that of the Thunder. It's Shea Gilgis and everyone else. Like this is literally just the Thunder. When did I ever tell you it was a good quality roster? I can't think of guys that are this bad. I can't think of Caldwell Pope, a guy who's solidly in the Wizards rotation. Yeah, sure. Okay, was a Laker. Who's the one? Number one is number one going to hurt? Like, is this one going to hurt? No, I don't think you. Okay. Um, longest name in India history with 23 letters. He played with LeBron in Cleveland in 2005 and 2006. Martinez Andrews Kavicious. Martinez Andrews Kavicious. No, wasn't getting that. No, no, I didn't think you would. I didn't know that one until I started. I uh, went researching. 
but the Lithuanian Andrews Kavicius, seven foot two guy, played with LeBron for two years in Cleveland. I gotta get, dude. I just gotta, I gotta work on my Lithuanians, man. I just gotta work on my Lithuanian stuff. Or just remember, players. like you know, a guy that played for the Lakers last year. The, the the Alexander Walker one makes me matter because Shea Gilgis obviously they're related. It doesn't, yeah, that hurts. Well, there won't be any walking off this segment, but there will be a disgraceful. Uh, I tried, <laughs> I guess. It's just like I'm gonna wave a white try. flag. I'm gonna wave a white flag. I'm gonna really. I'm gonna spend the next seven days making sure that my next question is not top twenty five in a stat of ridiculous caliber. Uh, still funny, though, that you walked off as Kyrie Thomas and Meta Sandiford Artest were enough for you. That was still awesome. Um, all right, dude, that was fun. I am um, sick of trivia for another seven days, as always. <laughs> I'm just so mad at myself. Uh, I'm going to go load them self-pity. Josh, close this out. This has been the Two Pointers Podcast. I'm Josh. And I am unfortunately still down by four. <laughs> trivia. I'm Trevor. He is Trevor Everett Loser, and this is in the Two Pointers Podcast. We will see you soon.